Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim, and the topic of our podcast today Hey, guess what, Brandy? We have a serial killer today. Hey, shocking. We don't don't do them. We don't cover them enough. We don't. Uh, Today's uh, topic is Arthur John Shawcross, better known as the Genesee River Killer. He's also known as the Rochester Strangler. Dude has two nicknames. He's Mm. badass. Yeah, he was. So, we'll get into uh, Mr. Shawcross' dastardly deeds. But before we do, let me introduce my uh, co-host... I'm proud to introduce the very lovely and talented, sweet, uh, angelic. Uh, how else would you? How else would I describe her, Colonel? Satan. Brandy, how are you today, Brandy? I'm enjoying that introduction very much. Thank you. I'm in a good angelic. Day. What the hell, Brandy? Yeah, you know, you throw her a bone every once in a while. He wants you? something from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have to take a business trip together to Denver, so I want her um, in a good mood. Yeah. Are you going with us, sir? Are you going with us? I am, but I don't know if I want to be on the same plane with the devil because I never know when the guy when you know what because here's the thing, Timmy. It's like being on a plane with Al Qaeda. It is. And you don't know if God's going to pick that moment to justly to smite, smite her. Yeah. And if he just, it, God don't just justly smite one person on a plane. Yeah. The whole damn it. plane going down. Right. So you're concerned about being in, being around her when the smiting starts. Well, when the smiting begins. Well, let me introduce, uh, let me introduce you, Colonel. Uh, I am honored and privileged to share this podcast with a man of, of Great distinction. Then you should find him and get him in here. <laughs> uh, a man who's very debonair, a man about town, the very uh, honorable Colonel mm. Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Couldn't be better, Timmy. Couldn't be better. I had a turkey sandwich for lunch, just like you do every day, except yeah. mine was from home. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Mine's from Subway. cost me eight bucks. Eight dollars for a turkey Yeah, something like seven. Damn. Jesus, God, you don't even get anything on it. It's turkey and white bread. Turkey Turkey and bread. It's like, yeah, it's like seven bucks. You're high. No. Well, I get chips, too. It's a meal combo. Do you get a foot long? No, no, six inch. (laughs) (laughs) I already have a foot long. (laughs) How do you like that, girl? Devil's had her share foot long. Really? (laughs) Not even. I bet she had her share of six inches. (laughs) I'm just sitting here. So, I seen you guys got in a bit of a, a 
argument on the Facebook page, you you and the Colonel last week, where you were uh, exchanging videos. I would just you like know you take them both. I would just like to say. Um, Mine will fit anybody's kids that happened upon our page. Um, they could have read the stuff I wrote. So you're saying Brandy's was a little off She was color? on scene. She was, yeah, she just... I can't imagine her. Nobody could read yours, so at least mine was in big letters. Well, yeah, big letters, fuck you. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's all I had to say. You're, like, you're a lady, you're a lady, if you're a lady, if you were. <laughs> I, you know, I am. I am, but I am a lady. You, you're, well, definitely, you were, you're definitely a lady. Colonel, do you have any shout-outs? Um, you know, we're going with Team Colonel. Allie did confirm that she's on Team Colonel. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, you know, that's been a little sore spot with me. I thought she said she was uh, leaning toward becoming an independent after nope. your little she, spat with Brandy. I offered her brownies, and she threw Brandy under the bus for a brownie. It must have been laced with something. Um, Scott? When it was he's Denver brownie, brownies. Huh? No, Colorado brownies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Good kind of brownies. Mm-hmm. Scott? Right and dude, I got another person. I think at least Lady Beverly. No, at least is on Team Tim Team Timmy. No, Lisa oh, she was on you know Team. What? It doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't really. Okay, all right. Any other shout outs before you um, get to the story? Because uh, <laughs> our latest reviews on iTunes says uh, indicate that we talk too much before we get to the story. Imagine. Well, well yeah, but they might have a point. And then they could also kiss my ass. <laughs> no, so. that's not true. We like feedback, and we are making an Just effort. Just because we give feedback and we like feedback don't mean we're going to listen we're to We're going to make an effort to give If somebody the said, I wish the host would go run out into the street into traffic, I wouldn't listen to that feedback. Uh, you might. That might be a good um, I think it's good been advice. put on there before. And yet, everybody keeps yammering here. Okay, yes. Well, only because you're playing Candy Crush and you're distracted. That's not true at all. I am not playing Candy Crush. Yeah, well, whatever you're playing. And yet, I'm still cognizant enough to know that the two of you are just <laughs> yapping on. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to run down some shout-outs real quick from people on the page. If you would like to join our Facebook page, we have two Facebook pages. We have History Dreams, which we go over a lot of history-related stuff. But if you want to join the fun and frolic, uh, you can join the History Dreams, the podcast page. We have a good group there, and um, we uh, banter about. So I want to say some quick shout-outs to Mike Freeman, to Bree, to Erica, to Celine, Jim Barron, who's a big fan of Casey. We Casey joined us last uh, time, and I really wish Casey would be. On Casey's the just a wonderful guy. I wish he could drive. How could he even be in the same gene pool? Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I, you I, keep going. Keep thinking that. I, I kind of wish he would drive up here every day. He's eighty nine miles mm-hmm. or whatever it is to be on the podcast. But I guess that's asking a little bit too much. Michael Marvin. Um, Carol, who from the History Dream page, Carol G, she gave us, uh, she said she liked the podcast. Thank you, Carol. Elise, Tasha, whose birthday is coming up. We mentioned, I think, that before. I think her birthday's on the 12th. Happy birthday, Tasha. So that's all the shout-outs I have. And as promised, we're going to get right into the story. Unless you have anything to say, Colonel. Nope. Nope. I had a good weekend. So I had a good weekend. I walked. I walked like... Uh, Seven miles on Saturday. I walked eight miles yesterday. Did you? Don't yeah. that make your knees hurt? Uh, no, not my knees. You know, it, it's the good hurt. You know, the good pain. It's like no, kinda, no, no, so kind of like when uh, Dominic Trist makes <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's it's the, the good, good pain. pain. That yeah. kind of pain. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about serial killer, the Genesee River killer, Arthur John Shawcross. 
Um, he was known, as I said before, the Tennessee River Killer and the Rochester Strangler. He was a convicted serial killer and rapist. Um, he claimed the lives of several prostitutes back in 1989. This was after being paroled early for the murder of two children in 1972. He had two careers as a killer. He really did, and two MOs. You don't see yeah. people switch, you know. Uh, no, that's like going from Catholic to Baptist or something. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it's a big stretch, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he went from killing kids to killing adults. So he matured as he went along. I guess he did, yeah. yeah. So uh, Arthur John Shawcross was born on June the 6th. Is it today June the 6th? It's his birthday. It is. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Happy John. Birthday. Arthur. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Arthur Shawcross on his birthday. He's born in, on June 6th, 1945, which is one year after... Um, one year after D-Day. Absolutely. Thanks. Today is D-Day. Pulling that one out. Uh, he was born in Kittery, Maine, but his family moved to Watertown, New York, when he was young. So most of his dastardly deeds occurred. Uh, he also lived, uh, he lived in different places. Most of his dastardly deeds occurred in that area. Um, he was uh, growing up, Colonel. You might appreciate this. He was a frequent bedwetter. Oh, I know worse than a bedwetter. Well, a frequent one is even worse. Yeah, a frequent one. Is that every night or every other night or three I think times it's a like week? Twice a night. Oh, twice frequent, a night. Yeah, it's like you just got like little big. He's got those big yellow stains yeah. on his mattress. Gross. Yeah, they won't come out either, man. No, you take the sheets off. They'll still be there. And his mama taught him a lesson for it. Yeah, she did. She he had a domineering mother who would often sodomize him with foreign objects. Well, she would have hobbies. Sodomize him with foreign objects. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, is that something imported? Or. I, see, I wondered about that too, because why couldn't she use American? See, that's right. what's wrong with Made this in the USA. Made in the USA. Everything you're sodomizing people with nowadays is coming from China. You know all that. All the yeah, they're, 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 paying, they're paying kids over there seven cents an hour to make. To make the. De- the you got a whole closet of what they call the devil's playpen. And also known as marital aids. Marital aids, vibrators, what Dildos. Dildos, handcuffs, shackles, leather ball masks, gags. ball gags, cat chains. Cat and nine tails. She's got cat of 14 tails. Yeah. Yeah. You're kinky. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so his mom would often sodomize him with foreign objects. I, it didn't say whether he liked it or not, but, you know, it, boy, you'd really want to make sure you hit that hit the toilet before you go to bed. If, I bet she never let him get in the grill enclosure. <laughs> probably not. Um, the, uh, okay, so uh, despite, he, had, uh, he wasn't the smartest of kids. He had an IQ of 86, which is below her than... Uh, yeah. Even the colonel over here. He's not going to be, yeah, he wasn't going to split the atom if he didn't kill people. Right. But he did do well. I mean, grade school, he got A's and B's. And my one of his, like, social. Yeah, he probably got A's and coloring and stuff. Yeah. When he was nine years old, Shawcross' aunt, she performed oral sex on him. Nine years old, you say? Nine years old. He got his first nasty. That's the family. So nasty. that's just a family that wants to stay close. The family that swallows together stays together. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I wonder yeah. if he could eat, I guess he could get a bona at nine. I don't remember being nine years old walking around with a stiffy, but I don't think you I don't think I think you're shooting, you're shooting blanks at that point. Does yeah. it matter? Ew. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, I, I well, can't help. I'm just telling the story. I don't. I'm not endorsing it or anything. I'm just I saying understand. This is why I'm just saying it's gross. So he was getting a reach around and getting a little Chinese mm. figurine shoved in his backside. When I reach around, he was getting a BJ. Getting, yeah, he was getting. Ooh, yeah, his aunt. Mm. Yeah. Now, Colonel, think about your aunt. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Yeah, that's what I mean. It probably we both probably wasn't a bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, he she he was probably imagining Morgan Fairchild or, something. <laughs> or Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Morgan Freeman. Okay. So anyway, um, now he uh, why uh, so he also allegedly had uh, relations, sexual relations with his sister during middle school and junior high. Which prompted his mother to threaten him to uh, threaten to castrate him if she found well, out he was doing it again. Well, perhaps she should have. Well, I don't know. She suddenly put sticking foreign objects up his yeah. rear end. So, so the opportunity is there. Anybody uh-huh. seen iron? Arthur, get back here. I need iron. Somebody get the iron out of Arthur's. Back. Yeah, when, when she tells you go get a get a switch off the tree, get a skinny one. <laughs> get a skinny one. Absolutely. <laughs> So anyway, um, uh, in contrast to these claims, however, his parents and siblings maintained that he had a normal childhood. <laughs> Define normal. Normal if you like big things shoved in your ass and you <laughs> blowing you. Well, they claim that it, it, these events were a product of his imagination. That uh, He had a pretty good imagination thinking about yeah. little yeah, foreign think. objects getting shoved up his mm-hmm. rear end. Uh, so there's no really no way of knowing if his version is reality or not. Um, but Can we do a podcast one day on all the things that people went to the emergency room stuck in their butt? That would be a good one. You know, I, we we need to get them. We have some, we have some nurses, right? That listen to us. I know. I'm sure, uh, we do. Is Celine Brittany Chacon. Oh, Brittany a nurse. Okay. Yeah, we. Need Brittany, to, you need to let us know if you run across anything stuck in somebody's butt. Yeah, because we want to talk about it. Don't take pictures and post it though, because you get fired. But. Give us tell us on the download. No, I'm yeah. sure she's a I guess very professional nurse and her. Yeah, I don't think she would do something like but that. But we could use a code word. Yeah. And then we could Google whatever oh. town. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, gerbils. Gerbils. <laughs> gerbils. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we don't really know if that happened or not, if those things happened, but according to Shawcroft they did. And it may have been just his way of trying to justify for some of the shit he did later on. In school, he had a reputation of being a bully and a rebel, uh, and he opposed uh, the school rules in very violent ways. From school records, uh, which can be independently verified, uh, he was often truant. He had a particularly low IQ. Would you t- want to go to school if you were getting stuff shoved in your ass yeah. all the time? No, he, he probably had did. a ten-mile walk. And sitting school. on those old wooden chairs too couldn't. Oh go yeah, through. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Um, he became under suspicion for a series of uh, juvenile arson attacks, as well as uh, breaking and entering. Oh, bedwetting, arson. Yeah, yeah. He's two or three. He's, he's meeting the profile so far. I don't have anything about his, uh, you know, hurting animals unless someone shoved a mouse up his ass or something. <laughs> you know. And he clinched. <laughs> oh, that's no good. In 1960, uh, when the colonel was what, 15? Wasn't born yet. Uh, when he was 19 years old, he dropped out of high school during his freshman year. He dropped out of school after failing to pass the ninth grade. He may actually attempted uh, to come back, but um, he kept getting re- arrested for these 
Parsons <laughs> and for these break at B&E's. Because he stayed there. Yeah. You know that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. He's roasting wieners on the thing. Yeah, he's chilling. In 1963, he was put on probation uh, in December of 1963. Of course, you remember... Uh, December 1963. Mm-hmm. Well, what a night. Oh, what a night. Yeah. Oh, what a night. You know that's about a guy going to a whorehouse? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I listened to the words of it. Oh, what a night. Very Late December back in 63. Yeah. I was three weeks old. Okay. You so, had a funny feeling when she walked in the room. Yeah. <laughs> but it ended way too soon. Yeah, right. well, yeah. <laughs> Okay. He didn't get his money worth, apparently. Uh, anyway, anyway, in 1963, he was put on probation for smashing a shop window. So, Shawcroft went on to marry a woman named Sarah, and she had a, he had a son with her, but later divorced her and gave up custody rights to his son. When he was 21, he was drafted, drafted into the United States Army in April of 1967, scoring a below-average... Uh, I was going below average on intelligence tests, so it's not getting. Nineteen sixty-seven, they were sending people to Vietnam. Yes, didn't have to. They weren't looking for rocket scientists. They were just right. looking for people to yeah. carry a gun. Carry a gun, right? After spending a tour of duty in Vietnam, as you mentioned during the war, there he uh, he alleges he became traumatized by the experience. So he's claiming he has some post-traumatic. Everybody stress. became traumatized by the experience. Um, and he did some, uh, oh, we'll talk about it in a minute. Anyway, um, his tour of duty ended in September 1968. But during his tour of duty uh, in Vietnam, he claimed to have murdered and cannibalized two young Vietnamese girls yeah. and several children while he was there. Uh, he also claimed a combat kill of 39, which was later investigated and discounted as fabrication. Uh, authorities claimed that he killed no one during his tour of duty. <laughs> Except maybe the Chinese little Vietnamese girl. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a gross story. I think you get into it when we talk to when we get into it later. But at this point, uh, he married another woman named Linda, who bore witness to the darker aspects of his personality, including the tendency to set fires. Mm, there we go. While in the army, a psychiatrist stated that uh, Shawcroft gained sexual enjoyment from fire starting, fire setting. That's so weird. I guess he would set fires and then get a woody. Get a woody? Yeah. Ooh, hope he didn't throw his own wood on the fire. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Eventually, Shawcroft and uh, his wife Linda moved to Clayton, New York, where he began crimini- uh, committing crimes, including arson and breaking and entering. So he's back in, back, back to his old ways. Linda divorced him after they arrived in Clayton. Um, he eventually was arrested and sentenced to five years at, at Attica. Man, that's badass. That's not good. Prison, yeah. yeah. Attica Correctional Facility. Yeah, where he had a foreign object shoved in his rectum. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, later, he was transferred to the Auburn Correctional Facility in Auburn, New York. However, after spending a total of 22 months in prison, Sharcroft was paroled early in 1979 when he saved the life of a prison guard during a riot at the facility. Now, this is not the riot at Attica. This is the riot at Auburn. So, of course, Attica was famous for the big riot there. But um, he saved the guard's life, so um, it ended. It landed, you know, it enabled him to get paroled. So now Brandy's going to tell us about his dastardly deeds once he got out. So... Upon being paroled, Shawcross returned to Watertown, New York, where he eventually got a job with the Public Works Department, and he got married for the third time. 
Uh, the third time's the charm. He had commitment issues. You would think. I don't think he had commitment issues. He was getting married every other week, it sounds like. Yeah. But they kept leaving him because he was a freak show. Well, you know, he's catching shit on fire. Yeah, that ain't cool. On May 7th, 1972, which is two days before... My birthday. And three days before your birthday. That is true. Like, the... What year were you born in? 74. Okay. So you were born in 74? Yes. You were born during the Nixon administration. You are much older. Both of you are much older than I. You were born right before Nixon resigned. Oh, well. Coincidence? Maybe. I think not. All right. So Shawcross lured 10-year-old Jack Blake into some woods where he sexually assaulted and then killed him. Blake. That's not cool. Yeah. Little boy disappeared. There is a part that... Excuse me. I'm sorry. Are we keeping you awake? Oh, my gosh. You okay, that devil? You're dozing off on us? You need some... What are you drinking over a NyQuil? (laughs) No. She took Ambien for lunch. Well, what I... What I did and did not take for lunch is none <laughs> you had of your a bad concern. Weekend. You had a bad weekend, right? Uh, sorry. All right, so let's see. You don't want to talk about it? We, we like to share on this program. It's, it makes us unique when we mm-hmm. talk about our dirty laundry. I'm, I'm good right now. You Thank you, though, so much. And we, you posted on Facebook. You can at least share yeah. with our audience. I think it's only fair. Yeah. Colonel says fair. I like to hear about your pain. Your, your pain are like, your tears are like... Honey to me. <laughs> Tell me about your pain, devil. So what was wrong over the weekend? I, 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 I just had a rough weekend. It's okay. Well, Brownie's made it better. <laughs> Did you get arrested again? Not this time. Uh, let's see. Okay. You're so, not, you're not, you're not uh, sharing. I, you are correct. Blake disappeared near his apartment um, and actually was familiar with Shawcross, who had taken him and his brother on fishing trips several times prior to his murder. Yeah, he's probably even setting him up. Mm-hmm. Because of the suspicious circumstances of the fishing trips, plus several confi- conflicting stories he gave her when she confronted him, Blake's mother suspected Shawcross of being involved with her son's disappearance. Uh, but the police didn't believe her, and the body was never found. You know who this reminds me of? Well, not so much. I mean, maybe he's older here, but... Jesse Pomeroy, remember that the, the kid who yeah. killed all those other children. Yeah, How about every serial killer. I, I don't believe it. No, but these are thirty victims to realize. Oh, oh maybe something was going on here. Yeah, right. Uh, on on September second, four months after Blake's murder, Shawcross raped and killed eight year old Karen Ann Hill, well, who was visiting Watertown with her mother, Helene, for the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, this is odd. So he, he he's killing kids at this point. One a boy and one a girl. So. Well, because they're easy targets. Well, I know they're easy targets, but generally they they, they, they stick, stick to they one. They stick to one gender, yeah. Well, he might not be smart enough to know he's supposed to do that. No, that's true. Uh, her body actually was later found under a bridge crossing the Black River. Since he fished under the same bridge, Shawcross became a suspect in her murder. Oh, somebody put that together finally. And Detective Charles Kabinsky, who was familiar with him, persuaded him to confess with the phone book to the face. Mm-hmm. You have to do what you have to do. I get it. Under a plea bargain deal, Shawcross also provided information to police that proved essential to finding Jack Blake's body, which had already displayed an advanced state of decomposition and therefore made it difficult to determine whether or not he'd been sexually assaulted. 
I can't. You know, I don't. What you know, the hell? I can't. I, Jesus, I, she had a rough weekend. I mean, I'm gonna get. We're not gonna pick on her. She had a rough weekend. Yeah, don't pick on me. Was there some battleship in town or something? A bunch of sailors come around? What? You been up all weekend? What? You Just know. asking. I don't know. I don't know what no. you do on the weekend. Like many of our listeners, the you Delta know. Queen was it? <laughs> the what? Delta Queen. Oh Jesus! Got <laughs> all those barge hands and stuff. <laughs> oh, God, you get out on that river for three or four hours and <laughs> yeah. make man mighty horny. Oh yeah, Dan. three or four hours. <laughs> Anderson. She was working Anderson Ferry. <laughs> yeah. Jesus God. All right. So, um, let's see. Shawcross later pled guilty to killing Hill on a charge of manslaughter while the murder charges concerning Blake were dropped. So, he didn't even get anything for killing that kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you have a... The, the, the thing that blows me away about this case is the fucker gets paroled. Right. He was guilty. He was found guilty of the charges against him and he was sentenced to 25, sentenced to 25 years in prison. Fair enough. He served a total of 14 and a half years in state prison. Sometime during or before his incarceration, he apparently uh, divorced his third wife. So now he's swinging single. Yes. Mm. <laughs> in I prison. Bet, I bet he's got some foreign objects put on his. <laughs> yeah. Right. In prison. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was later considered a model prisoner, and was, he was, it was evaluated for the risk of his repeating his crimes during the evaluation, uh, and he was written off positively. Being now, how cited. do you do that? being cited as safe and contributing member of society. See, you know, and I'm all for rehabilitation and all that, but if you kill two children, you know, keeping a neat cell really isn't, you know... Not on accident. Like, it's not like you just hit them with your car while they (laughs) dart it out. Right, right, right. It was on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, on purpose, he killed these kids, but somebody, somebody making minimum wage... Made it talk to him, yeah, and yeah. decided, you know what? This is a guy we want out there. Yeah. This is a guy that's going to change this world for the. You family. know what they should do? Like, if you're on a parole board, and you're going to let someone. In, you should. They should have to live like next door to you. I think so. That, yeah, I think that's a great plan. Yeah, or run a daycare. Yes, that you have to take your kids to. All right, let's see. Um, Shawcross was later released on parole in April of 1987, despite a written protest from a senior parole officer (laughs) in the Binghamton, New York area. Uh, However, he had difficulty settling down in local communities since his neighbors would continually protest against his presence (laughs) and employers would fire him due to his record. Yeah, you know, you, you don't want to be known as a company that hires a child murderer. You know, no, you don't. That that, that 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 diminishes your brand. It a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So he could work for Trump. Uh, he first moved to Binghamton before. Yeah, Trump's made with serial killers. That's my serial killer over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's all about giving people of diversity yes. chances. Uh, before relocating to Delhi with his new girlfriend, he's got himself a new girlfriend. All right, Rosemary Wally. Now, let's think of Rosemary. What possesses you to want to date a man that's murdered two children <laughs> and have kids with him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually that's how it goes. Uh, when Shawcroft, when Shawcross's presence became known, the couple immediately moved to nearby 
Fleischmann's to avoid the criticism and protest, only to be met with hostility there as well. Son of a bitch. So he he's feeling like he's uh, he's he's being persecuted. Yeah, he's look he's being uh, looked down upon. So you know what? It's one of those things. Well, if they think I'm going to do it, I might as well. So what happens? So finally, Shawcross's parole officer moved him to Rochester in late June of 1987, taking him and Wally into the Cadillac Hotel. Ooh. That was in the center of Rochester. And it must it be was, a good hotel if it's the Cadillac Hotel. Well, it was being used for housing transit. Transients. No, that's probably not so good then. Hobos. Hobos could stay there. I want to take a minute and let the Colonel talk about a very complex problem, uh, issue that he kind of, he's been going over in his mind, trying to figure out how to do it. And he's, he seemed very distressed about it earlier today when we were talking. Well, we was talking and... and it's about becoming a gynecologist. And what did we come up with, Timmy? Well, you, you mentioned that your your dream job would be to be a gynecologist. At first, I did. Yeah. And then you enlightened me about what you called the pussy paradox. Right. And Which that, means that, well, you got to take anything that comes to you. Right. You don't get to select your You patients. don't get to select it. Um, you might have, you know, just somebody that makes you put on a hazmat suit. Right. You might you may get a lot of beautiful women, but you might have that one. It's just not yeah. very uh, hygienic. And then, once you're doing that all day, Timmy, what are you going to do when you go home? Yeah, it's like eating ice cream all day and go home and you got a tub of ice cream in the refrigerator. Yeah. Which is... A letdown. Yeah. A tub of jello. So it's Let's say a pussy tub. paradox. It's, yeah. Yeah. The more you get it, the more you're around it, the less appealing it is. Yeah, that's it. So, Brandy, do you have any thoughts on that, on this problem? No. Okay, please continue. Uh, the parole officer failed to notify anybody in Rochester law enforcement community that the child molester and killer was now living in Rochester. Additionally, his trail was covered up to prevent anyone from finding him, and his file was made inaccessible to even other police departments. So this guy moves him to Rochester and just says, here, you know, I'm It's like he's in a witness protection program. Yeah, I'm done screwing with you people. I'm not going to let anybody know you're here. Um, So at some point, he broke off his relationship to Miss Wally and married a woman named Clara Neal. It's the number four. that's what we do, evidently, is just marry random people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of did that. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. No, I date random people. No, I know that. He's yeah. marrying them. Yeah. So that would be like you swiping whatever right or left on Tinder. Uh-huh. You go out and get drinks, and then you just say, let's get married. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, for unknown reasons, he began killing women, mostly prostitutes, in the Lionel Avenue area. Again, uh, vulnerable victims, I guess, but um, it's strange that he he graduates from killing kids to yeah. holding well, them up. Especially when he didn't get away with killing kids. Right, right. He wasn't that good at it. Yeah, he wasn't that good at it, yeah. so I don't understand. But anyway, so on March 18, 1989, Shawcross claimed his first victim in the second span of his killings. She was a 27-year-old prostitute named Dorothy Blackburn. Everybody called her Dotsie. Yeah. Uh, her body was found six days later at Salmon Creek near the Guinnessee Gin- River. Guinnessee, like Tennessee. I said Guinnessee. I think I did say Guinnessee. Yeah. And I the did. children's uh, the children's murders were known as the Watertown murders, and this and then he he became known as the Genesee River killer with these attacks. Um, 
Anyway, they were her body was found by a hunter and his companions. Uh, Shellcross later claimed. What if they had those little orange vests on? I probably you would have to. Then a duck call. I don't know. Depends on if they were for deer hunting. That would not be ideal. It would. It would. It would be. Would not be ideal. It would be optimal. You know, I may have told this story before, but my, oh, my, my, Jesus my, God. my stepdaddy from te- from Tennessee. Your wife is Tennessee. Huh? Your stepdad? My stepdaddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he. Uh, he was married to your mom, who's no longer living. Yeah. Because no she's longer. Dead or fuck. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm trying to read. No, and he wanted me to go hunting with him one time. Okay. And he brings me this orange vest, uh-huh. and we're going rabbit hunting. Right. And I didn't want to go hunting primarily because, you know, I ain't got nothing against shooting things, but I didn't want to get up that early in the morning, and it was cold out. So you, you were to get up early to hunt. Well, you, you can go in the yeah. afternoon, but all the animals are, like, at lunch or well, they're dead. napping. They're dead by then. Yeah. So now... Here's here's the question though. Did you have a crossbow? My brother no, we had a, had a shotgun. Oh, you took a gun. No, you got to shoot. You got to shoot a deer with an arrow. Otherwise, it just no. We was just shooting rabbits. Rab or you got to shoot rabbits with. with no, because he'd come home and skin them an and arrow. pick all the pellets out. Yeah, what a pain in the ass when you just shoot them with a fuck. That's not even sport. Shoot them with an arrow or, or, or a slingshot. 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 Well, here's my point. Or yeah. sling is that I get up and she's um, distracting you. Yeah. Uh, Quit interrupting me. I'm trying Horse to tell a story blade. here. And uh He's wascally wabbit. So he brings me brings he brings me. <laughs> She's so rascally. Willie. <laughs> so he brings me an orange vest. Yeah. Do you like to match? I ain't gonna be doing no construction work. What do I need an orange vest for? Did he give you any cones? He says so somebody don't shoot you. Yeah. I was like, why would somebody he shoot have me? Cones around him most of the he time. He said, well, if you moving around in the woods hunting rabbits, somebody might think you're a rabbit and shoot you. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's I'm true. five foot ten and and 180 pounds at this time. Yeah, if these dumb some bitches, you're telling you me a few pounds. <clears throat> you're telling me there's men walking around in the woods with guns. Who come and stake me for a rabbit? Maybe shoot me. Yeah, yes. that orange vest probably isn't. Going I don't want to go. Yeah, no, I don't want to go. I think he was luring me in there. Uh-huh. This was before Goodfellas and all the movies uh-huh. came along, but I think it was a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. Probably mm-hmm. an insurance on yourself. Did Admiral Akbar yell, "It's a trap! It's a trap!" And the tragic thing happened next is that your mother died. Well, that was a few years later, but is it? She is currently still dead. What <laughs> is wrong with you, God woman? He God said, rest her soul. He said it. She's the sweetest woman you'd ever meet. No, she wasn't. She was mean. <clears throat> she was kind of mean. She was mean. And well, after I, you die, you become. And now she's dead. You become you're nicer after you're dead. you become. You, you become a saint. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anywho. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, let's see. You need to stay on point. You need to... Shut like Allie would be a saint after she perishes. We don't yeah, Allie's, Allie's a psycho, uh-huh. but, you know, seriously? 50 years from now... Yeah, okay, I, I really have a sentence here that I want to read, so y'all oh, can I'm get sorry. just Go a ahead. good... Okay. Give us a good feel for this. I'm yeah, going to give you a good feel. Pull us in. Pull Suck us in. I can, only, suck us I can in. only work with the material I'm given. <laughs> But this this sentence here... Are you going to script here? But this sentence here is going to do it for you. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Shawcross later claimed that he killed her because she bit his penis too hard during oral sex. Oh, that's... You know what, She used teeth. See, I got to... You can't use teeth, I got to kind of side with him there. Ladies, you've got to put the lips over the teeth. Put the lips... and, and. And if you've got big teeth... And put a lip balm on your If you've got big teeth, use wax lips. Well, that does, there's no opening in wax lips. Well, that's a problem <laughs> for you. <laughs> Put a little, here's ladies. Here's a little little thing nope. you should know. Nope, we're not but doing. Wait this. a minute, he's giving. This is not the Hugh Hefner. Wait a minute, Colonel is giving advice on sucking dick. Let's sing, let, let's hear him out because he sucked more dick than you know. You know, I'm just gonna let you read on. Thank you. No, 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 no. Come on, Colonel. Tell us. No, I'm just telling Christ you what men enjoy, and I know we got a lot of Tell female listeners, it. and I know that they like to. No, it would be wrong. But go ahead. Uh, they no. When, when you're pleasuring a man, right? We don't even care about keep that. those sharp ass jaws, great white shark things tucked away what by do your lips. You do under your lip. So what do you do? And put some right. lip balm on. Point here. Put some lip balm on. This is a public service announcement to all the husbands out there. Yeah. Put some lip balm on there. Ain't not, no, nothing worse than old dried chap lips running across a tallywack. Well, you know what's worse than that is teeth running across. Well, the teeth, yeah. It's painful and it will it will kill the moment. I would think it'd be your beard that would really set people <laughs> now off. Now you know, you know, you got a big supply of Burt's bees. No. Yeah, the devil. She's yeah. when the, when the ship comes into town. But anyway, really. Really? Let's cover the teeth, ladies. Like you're not right saying. there with me? <laughs> you know, the, the vagina mafia is not going to like this conversation. It, that, it is becoming a vagina mafia. Whatever. It's a scary group of women. Yeah, it used yeah. to be Brandy, Team Brandy, but mm-hmm. now it's okay. okay. Pound sign vagina mafia. Pound, that's just fine. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> All right. Because of the high-risk lifestyle of the average prostitute... Yeah. Authorities believe that someone connected to her job was responsible for a murder. Well, he was. Yeah, well, kind of, unless she was doing it. You know, if they were legit. And wasn't too good at her job. What? If they weren't legit, I wonder what their workers' comp rate would be. Ah. Uh, you know, the good ones can put a condom on with their mouth. 
if they got some good lip balm on yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's how you determine teeth out of the way. Uh, if you got a, uh, a uh, <laughs> good prosthetic. Practiced one? Yeah. Huh. Experienced prosthetic. Well, okay. So, uh, even examining the shooting and stabbing murders of two other prostitutes that occurred in the area, they found no connection. So this I was guy my condom inside out and put the wrong side on first and you get the lube all over. Yeah, and then, and then you're wondering, do you have like some, uh, you know? We need to bring this back. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so this guy that's got the IQ of a paper bag right. is outsmarting everybody with on accident. Okay. Because you know he's not covering his shit very well. No, probably not. He's yeah, been, he's been caught at least. Once. Do you not know how to use a rubber seriously? No, I'm saying in in the past I've had times where I've been oh caught up in a moment mm-hmm. and and put them on backwards and then they have because then you backwards know, well you know if you don't do it right the tip I of it you have to have the tip out otherwise it doesn't work just the tip See, just for a minute they just call me commando colonel oh Jesus God <laughs> all right so, so you don't use condoms at all well you're married I'm married I just go well and he's sterile I go bareback he's you sterile go back that's interesting mm-hmm. colonel. He's sterile, and he just gives BJ's, and you don't. I have him. been euthanized. Yes, so well, not been yet. Clipped? Huh? Have you been clipped? I've been clipped. They had to use big ass chainsaw to they get it. They didn't. Into you know when they don't, told me they that? Tweezers out. Yeah, they had to go in with those little baby nail cutting scissors. <laughs> no, they actually cauterized the wound afterwards. I was like, is that my nutsack uh, smell burning there? It usually is. It is. And burning nutsack is not a good smell. Yeah, for you. It's not like vanilla or no. something like that. However, no. by October 27th, three other prostitutes were found but in a van down by the river. Not kidding. They weren't in a van. Right. But they were by the river. They were by the river. They were identified as Anna, Stefan, Dorothy Keeler, and Patricia Ives. Because all four victims were killed by asphyxiation, local police began to investigate further into the killings. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I um, see some connection between Earl, did got- you just pick up a dead hooker down by the river Tuesday? Right. I know. Well, and the thing is, where they're at, I'm betting it wasn't a huge police department that they couldn't ask each other. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, but the media got a hold of the case and began dubbing the killer the Rochester Strangler and the Genesee River Killer. Yeah, like the that. Green River Killer, but different. Yeah. See, he could, that's the problem. He had two nicknames. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. He, he should have stuck. Oh, and, and then he was the Watertown Murderer, too. Yeah. So three nicknames. Yeah. Shit. Uh, as the investigation progressed, Marie Welch disappeared, quickly followed by the discovery of the body of Francis Brown who was initially assumed to have been Welch. Really? I hmm. guess that's what it says. I, why would you assume <laughs> someone is Welch? Yeah. Well, Marie Welch? When you assume someone is Welch, uh, you make an ass out of you and you me. Not Welch. <laughs> Marie Welch. Okay. Like oh, grape right. juice. Okay. Like grape juice. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. On November 15th, the body of Kimberly Logan... They got bodies popping up all over the friggin' place. Right. And this guy's man. just killing people and going about his business. Yeah. What a jackass. He didn't want to pay. Well, you know... It's so like on a Grand Theft Auto. You, you have pick up to a hooker, bang them, and then you can beat them up and steal their money. Steal but I think, you have to be, I think you have to go into that into that verbal contract with good intentions. Well, yeah, I think you're right. He probably, is, he probably did not uh, live up to the agreement very well. Right. Because I'm sure... Killing me would have not been in part of that agreement. Probably. 
Um, let's see. So we got Kimberly Logan. She was an African American prostitute. She was found in a civilian's backyard under a pile of leaves. Uh, she had a bunch of leaves stuffed down her throat. Yeah. That's no good. Then on Thanksgiving, the body of June Stott, who wasn't a prostitute, was found, and it was quickly deduced that she was gutted and sodomized post-mortem. Hmm. A knife and a bloody and you know towel were found nearby. If you're going to sodomize post-mortem, gotta nah, be I've just heard. you got to be careful. Well, you got to do it quickly because once rigor mortis sets in on the dirty flower... It, it, it closes up. Oh, it's yeah. It's, and yet, here's here's the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Here's the bigger issue. Yeah. Once when you die, you relax. Like all your muscles oh, relax. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So the bowel's empty. So everything's just popping out of there. So you are going to have a dirty, dirty peppy. Well, unless she had a tornado. Rigor more sits in. Does that affect the tallywhacker? Yeah, if you got a Woody, it just stays like no, that. No, no, but if you don't I have don't a Woody, think that's it. you get one? I think you get one, yeah. It stays like that. That's why they. Be- that's why when they have the funeral, uh-huh. only the top half of the cast That's a fucking open. post-mortem photo I want. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But what if they got a torpedo in the tube when they die and it shoots right out? Then you're good to go. Frustrated with the rising body count of murderers targeting, pro- targeting prostitutes, the local police captain decided to call in the FBI's behavioral science unit. We well, call it criminal minds. Well, they, it, it, it must be a big enough police department if they have a criminal investigation. They know. call. I'm going to read that sentence again. All right. The captain decided to call in the FBI's beha- behavioral oh, science it's unit. FBI. It's not theirs. It's no, the it's not theirs. Okay. He contacted. He contacted Special Agent Greg McCrary. Here's a question for you, and I don't know the answer, but you might know being the daughter of a police chief. Uh-huh. Is uh, what who, makes this who a, is so proud? What <laughs> makes this a federal crime? Is it the fact that it's? A, I think if they just call them in, they just call them in. Yeah, but it's, in order for in order for the FBI to investigate, they have. I guess kidnapping would be a federal crime. Yeah, well, if they take them over state lines. Yeah. Okay, but I don't. I think they can just call them in. Oh, I don't just, think it has to be. I don't think the charges have to be federal for them to call in yeah, okay. out from the FBI. Uh, let's see. So the captain called and was explaining this rash of murders to Agent McCrary. <clears throat> um, he and New York State Trooper Lieutenant Ed Grant, a graduate of the FBI training program. And in relation to Lou Grant? I have, maybe. Was McQuarrie's McCreary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, did he have a partner, McStrady? <laughs> McCreary. Okay, not Yeah, they shot a couple. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Criminal invest. Okay. Okay. So, uh, see you guys. Fuck me. Okay. Lieutenant Ed Grant was a graduate of the FBI training program in criminal investigative analysis. They both promptly decided to aid Rochester authorities in solving these murders. However, yeah, they're just aiding. Uh, the FBI just is able to work with them, but they don't take over yes, the case. No. Okay. That's a, that stays with the state. However, on November 27th, before the two arrived, guess what happened? I don't the know. The body of a prostitute named Elizabeth Gibson was found. Uh, being the only victim not to be killed in Monroe County, instead she was found in Wayne, Wayne County. But nevertheless... She was connected to the other murders by a witness who saw her with a man who called himself Mitch. 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 Which, which is a male bitch. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Wow. 
Following this, three more prostitutes went missing. Damn. June Cicero, Darlene. I mean, what Trish are you going to do if you need to get laid in that town? I know. You, you, well, my God, how often right, does he get laid? Prices must be going through the roof. <laughs> you got to find your aunt and get you a good hummer from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Following this, three yeah, more prostitutes. Yeah, have your mom put some cord objects <laughs> up your butt. God. Uh, Felicia <laughs> Stevens, Darlene Trippy, and June Cicero were found. On the morning of New Year's Eve, Felicia Stevens' belongings were discovered by a trooper patrolling a, r- a rural area. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Uh, authorities began ser- to search for her body in the area by air, but it was complicated by snowy weather. Two days later, a body was found under a bridge, but it was later identified as June Cicero, who was, quite ironically, aware of the killer and took measures to avoid customers she didn't know well. Mm. She was a cautious hoe. She was a cautious, she was a cautious hoe. <clears throat> now, here's the thing about that bridge. If only you this were. This was his undoing. Okay. Because so far, he's perfect. On that same bridge, they spotted Shawcross urinating. There we go. Uh, see, that, that emptying in your bladder will get you in more trouble than anything else. You know, well, I'm when you piss off a bridge when the FBI helicopters are hovering overhead. Oh, and yeah, it's going to blow right back in your face. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. I really don't think, like, he had any... He wasn't trying to hide anything. He was just going along, doing his thing, and then moving. Keep it moving. Well, he what about his business? He was yeah. a man of style because they saw him urinating there, and then they, he drove off in his Chevy Celebrity. Chevy van? Yeah. That's all right with me. Like yes. a corpse, she was laying there. <laughs> I don't think that's the word. Moonlight. So he's, 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 he's got a nice ride. The Chevy Celebrity? Yeah. All right. So he drove off the No he wanted to pee off the bridge. <laughs> he could get to him. He wanted to pee in his car. <laughs> but they finally tracked him down getting his registration, uh-huh. which was in his girlfriend Clara Neal's name. Uh-huh. Um, when approached, Shawcross, Shawcross I mean, agreed to the assist pussy. the you police. You've got to give him that. Hell, he's, he's paying for it. Well, no, he's paying well, for it. I don't know he was paying for I think he took his money back. He's got girlfriends. He's got wives. He's got hookers. <clears throat> He's a player. He's so a, they come up, they say, sir, I'm going to need to see your driver's license, and he didn't have one. And he also revealed that he'd been in jail for manslaughter. Oh, that'll, ra- that'll raise some eyebrows. You would think. <laughs> uh, but taken to a police station, under some suspicion, Shawcross, Shawcross insisted that it was merely a coincidence that he was pissing on the bridge near the crime scene. And he bragged about all the stuff he did in Vietnam. Now, investigators weren't sure if they should pin a killer pedophile on the prostitute killings because pedophiles, they really don't change up like that. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they're not sure if they can pin this one on him. Well, they didn't Jesus. know how deeply they should investigate Well, I mean, you know, generally, you, like we were saying, you, someone does, uh, killers don't change their MO so drastically. But, but when a hooker, a whore, a harlot of Satan, mm-hmm. uh... Uh, the devil's the the. Yeah, so it's gonna be too hard. Brandy's sister over here. It's gonna be too hard on the ladies of ill repute because I have friends. <laughs> yeah, he does. Happened to be walking by and said, "Hey, what's happening, Mitch?" When he was in the police station, the gig was up. Ah, uh, they putting they're finally putting two and two together. Yeah, actually, she was a would-be victim that escaped, and she identified him as Mitch. Anyway. Subsequently, investigators so, uncovered his background and were shocked to learn the circumstances behind his release. They were like, who would let this motherfucker walk free? But they did. 
Colonel, I'd like to interrupt you just for a minute and okay. ask you if you about the rumors that Bruce Springsteen's bassist daughter is uh, banging Prince Harry. Any? Can you confirm or deny it? I am not at liberty to discuss that right now. Okay. Um, but she is a very attractive girl. Yeah, she is. Bruce Springsteen has a very attractive daughter. Yeah, but apparently this is not his daughter. It's his bassist. Gary Talent. Yeah. Olivia. From yeah. Tennessee. And she's apparently that's uh, Prince Harry's new girlfriend. No kidding. Yeah. Hmm. He probably right. went to see the boss. Probably did. That's probably how they met. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the four, following morning, now, investigators uncovered his background, and they were shocked. They were shocked. Yeah. Now, the next morning, Felicia's body was found by a deer hunter located near the spot where June Cicero's body was found. Now, the police know for sure that Shawcross is the killer. Mm-hmm. They begin to pressure him during their interviews. They put a spotlight on him and asked him questions. Well, they started shoving stuff up his rectum, but he was so used to that... Did he was like, uh, they ran out of room. could I have a Pepsi, you know, they got they got night sticks and batons and whatnot all yeah. going up there, but he Billy didn't club, care. Billy Club. A blackjack. Blackjack, black yeah. What's really? the difference between a Billy Club and a blackjack? Uh, I think the color. No, blackjack's a short thing with mm-hmm. filled with uh Well what do, what does the ones that has a little handle? Sand. What are they called? The hand, one with the handle. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a little bag kind yeah, of, yeah, leather, yeah, leather patch. That's a blackjack. Okay, so that's a, then the one with the handle is a billy club. It's a billy club. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, Shawcross, uh, once they hooked up the generator, got some battery cables, hooked them up to his testicles. That did not happen. He confessed to being the killer and stated that he specifically killed Elizabeth Gibson the only victim to be killed outside of Monroe County because she was trying to steal his wallet and while defending himself, he projected his mother onto her mm-hmm. and subsequently strangled her to death. Oh, so he, he's claim again, going back, claiming he was abused. And yeah, he saw his mama's face on the girl and choked her to death. Well, she was still in his wallet. Not that that justifies murder, but she was stealing his wallet, yeah. though. If he if he's to be believed, then I mean, no reason to believe. No him. reason to not believe him. Right. He confessed all the killing. Yeah. He so like uh, an honest guy. His parole board thought he was okay. <laughs> yeah. So he helped the police find the bodies of Marie Welch and uh, Darlene Trippy, leading them right to the disposal sites. Um, he was tied to all but one of the ki- Rochester killings, Kimberly Logan. And oddly, she had leaves stuffed down her throat in the same manner as Karen Hill, the little child that got killed. Um, but Shawcross denied that one. That was, it's weird how we have these serial killers who will admit to like 39 and say, but I didn't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe he, Well, he yeah. was trying to save his good name. Well, or maybe he figured it wasn't his best murder and he didn't want to be associated with it. He wanted, you know, only be associated with the really good ones. There you well, go. that's true. He was a he was a wordy guy. He might not have been smart, but his uh, he wasn't book smart. That's for sure. His confession was he wasn't a smart man. He wasn't a, he was not a his confession was seventy nine pages long. Jesus Christ! Of course, the biographer had to come in to do. How it. is he wordy? He's like yeah. so 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 dumb. Yeah. So I tell her. Now, investigators pieced together his mo. Mm-hmm. He usually killed his victims by strangling them. Yeah. 
but some of the Rochester victims were smothered with an object instead. Mm, like like leaves. Leaves, whatnot. <clears throat> penises. No. Um, mm. During the wild Watertown child murders. Speaking of penises, Brandy, it, cut or uncut for you? I don't have a penis. I know, no, no, I'm saying do you have well, a Well, you're 40, you're going to have one in a few years. Do you have a you going to get a circumcision? I am not 40. Do you have do you have any opinion either way on circumcision, uh, cut or uncut? I have no opinion that I will share. Length or girth, devil. Length or girth. Will you get through this? Can I ask the same question for you? Yeah, cut or uncut. Um, me personally, um, they, they, they had dick. to trim some back. They had to do some no. trimming back. No, 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 no. Did you donate it to cancer victims who lost their penises? I, I actually you can be a penis donator. I've, 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 I've done my share, believe me. You can be a penis donor. <laughs> oh, I've donated it. Because they now, do, uh, they now do transplants. Yeah. So. Well, I donated, actually, I donated a third of mine. So, yeah, a itch? <laughs> so, anyway. Itch and a third, okay. So here's some peculiar things. During the Watertown killings... Mm-hmm. Oh, this, these are the killings of the... The children. The children. He targeted Caucasian children. Okay. He sexually assaulted them before killing them. And in the case of Karen Hill, stuffed mud, leaves, and other debris down the throat. And inside her clothes, for whatever reason. Yeah. Now, during the Rochester killings, he targeted women, mostly prostitutes, um, ages from 20s to 50s. I wonder, you know, I did, it didn't come up in the research, but I wonder what the deal was on that other woman who wasn't a prostitute was. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, maybe he thought she was. or She might have asked him for change for a five or something. Yeah. Um, but he would lure him in with an alias... Which, if you're going to kill people, why don't Mitch? you just give them your real name? Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, yeah it's not He's like a Mitch. They're, they're going to ride him out. So he'd kill him. He'd dump the body near the Genesee River. Mm-hmm. He would also bludgeon these victims with a blunt object. Mm. And some were kicked and beat, bitten repeatedly in the genitals. See, he had a... So uh, he's biting the vagina. He would perform oral sex on them, but his technique was a little... Unrefined. Yeah, it was unrefined. It was uh, it was it was a little rough. Mm-hmm. Um, he so when he was the, doing the uh, alphabet thing on him, Timmy, uh-huh. he just gnaw and gnaw and gnaw and gnaw. Oh, I see. And he thought the screaming meant that they was enjoying it. I suppose I don't know. Um, but he actually, of the three women, or of all the, all the victims, three of them actually had their vaginas removed. Uh, what? Mm. They had the vaginas chewed off. Oh. That doesn't sound pleasant. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It, it and with the uh, he did it with the. Uh, it brings a whole new meaning to the term eating cuda. That's uh, just he did it. Good. He did it with the uh, Vietnamese. Yeah, he said one. he did it with the Vietnamese. I wonder if they. I wonder so if did they he fry it? Different. Um, well, I, those you eat with soy sauce. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Do you put? Um, that's pretty racist. Um, <laughs> I was, and that shouldn't have been. I apologize. Thank you. I've been to Vietnam, and I've. Would like for us to continue? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to Vietnam. I don't care. I've never uh, been. I wonder if You're not after welcome now. he if he ate the he ate the one Vietnamese girl. If he was He's hungry and three hungry a half hour oh, later. Oh my god. <laughs> we apologize to all of our attractive Asian American women. Listen to us. 
if you're ugly. Don't sleep in the <laughs> oven. It was just dangling out there. It was low-hanging yeah, fruit. That's not very nice, Colonel. You're a, yeah, you're, Colonel. You're a much uh, bigger person than that. <laughs> well, Clearly. I, now here, really not, June Scott, she was gutted and mutilated with a knife and sodomized post-mortem. That's ooh, not good. Ooh-wee. Ooh. Ooh-ooh. Hitting a dirty flower after death. There's after she was gutted? After she was gutted, yeah. That's the whole conversation we just had about relaxing buttholes. I know, I know, I know. I, yeah, I but it relaxes, but then rigor mortis makes it... Tight, but you got to hit tighten. that sweet spot. The it's, sweet spot I, right there. I, I, he, you got to try to get the dying quiver. <laughs> <laughs> that last little... Oh, yeah. Fresh air. I get too. Oh. But anyway... Um, Francis Brown was also stuck in the throat. Kimberly Logan had leaves stuffed down the throat. And Gene Cicero had a genitals mutilated with a saw. <laughs> so, Jesus. Well, God. he decided to take one to go. <laughs> he, he was not going to dine in. He was going to take that to yeah, go. I see. Take out. Um, take out. <laughs> so, some of the Rochester, they were covered with a variety of objects in the genital, genital areas. So the man liked eating pussy, I guess. He did, literally. Um, and he used to uh, tie him up with bungee cords, really? which I've never found an effective way. Did they didn't Did they didn't throw him off a bridge or something? Or no, like bungee I, jump when they was in the car. Oh, he tied him up with bungee cords. He didn't take him bungee jumping after that. <laughs> no, he he just tossed him. They probably yeah. Mm-hmm. He tossed him in the river. Well, yeah, wouldn't that have been funny, though, if one of their bungee cords would have caught and they would have been bouncing, dangling, meh, 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 That would have caused him some stress, I would imagine. Well, he might I don't have, think anything caused this guy any stress. He's too stupid. <clears throat> now, in November 1990, Shawcross was tried, um, and he pled not guilty by reason of insanity with testimony from a psychiatrist who said that he suffered from disassociated personality disorder. Ain't that what you got, though? No. Um, post-traumatic stress disorder, which I have from working with the devil, mm-hmm. and possible child abuse. Um, now, the former stemmed from his service in Vietnam. While many his outlandish tales of committing gruesome crimes, including cannibalism, often while he was alone in the jungle, and the horror stories he told to other people were probably not true, but they tried to use it in his defense. Profile Robert. Yeah, you know, if your defense is, I, I used to eat people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You might have to re- I got to be crazy. You might have to revisit, revisit that. <laughs> yeah. And Robert Ressler, the, the famous FBI profiler, said that it was all a bunch of bullshit. Um, so after 13 weeks, he was found guilty of 10 counts, this is what I don't get, of second-degree murder. And Why? was sentenced second to a total degree. of 250 years in, to life in prison. Why second degree? Uh-huh. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I was not up. in the mind of the prosecutor yeah. there. I don't know if he caught a plea bargain or... But then he, a few months later, he was taken over to the other county, because remember, he killed the one right. girl in Wayne County, mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth Gibson. He pled guilty to that one was given a life sentence. Now, he would be held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in Fallsburg, New York, where he would remain. In 2003, he was interviewed by British reporter Catherine, Catherine English for a documentary on cannibalism. During the interview, Shawcross bragged about slicing out and eating the genitals of his three victims. He had to pull the hair out first. Hmm? Yeah, he won't probably I think the hair burns when you're cooking it. 
Now, in 2006, he was interviewed by Columbia University forensic psychiatrist Dr. Michael Stone for the Discovery Channel series Most Evil. In the interview, Shawcross alleged that he was sexually abused by his mother when he was a child and also admitted to banging his younger sister. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was close. Probably attractive. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, attractive to him. Mm-hmm. He was dumb. Yeah. So he also claimed nah, that he, it's, it, this was, I think, his younger sister, by the He claimed that uh, he murdered Rochester prostitutes in revenge for having sex with an HIV-positive prostitute, and he would eat the body parts in order to speed up the process of death out I, of the assumption that he was infected. Yeah, he had a he had his. I also read he had his first homosexual experience when he was eleven, and then mm-hmm. he also uh, experimented with bestiality. There you go. Yeah, he used to he used to bang animals too. Mm-hmm. He was, the, the, this that's man, why he went deer hunting. <laughs> he he bang a hole in the tree. He he in a lot of ways he's kind of like you, Timmy. He, he got, <laughs> anyway. So Stone, who interviewed, agreed with the jury that he was not nuts at all, and he was in control, and he just wanted to do this shit. So an afternoon, now the afternoon, Shawcraft, Shawcross, started complaining about a pain in his leg. Uh oh, never a good never sign. Good. He, as a result, he was taken to the Albany Medical Center, where he suddenly went into cardiac arrest and died. He was cremated at a private... So he won't be celebrating his birthday today. So today, I get your cake, Arthur. Yo. Possum banging, prostitute raping... Pussy eating... Pussy gnawa. I mean, that... How are you going to keep a girlfriend like that? No. Well, he couldn't, currently. Yeah. I mean, men complain about... We were just complaining about it. Women, ladies, watch the teeth. Yeah, watch, watch the, the teeth. teeth. And then all of a sudden, he just taking big chunks of the labia menorah or whatever he got down there. Yeah, how's he going to get pissed off for somebody scraping their teeth on his dick? Well, I think Colonel and I were concerned about that. Yeah, we don't really care about Joe pleasures, but... Well, no, I'm not um, worried. I'm just saying... So, so you have some more concerns with men and teeth? Do men I'm ever just, hit you with their teeth? Here's the thing. I'm just saying, how's he going to complain about somebody... You know, skimming his dick with their teeth when he's, you know, cutting out women's vaginas. I okay, think so he has a hard time. Um, or eating them, you know, raw. I think he has a hard time. Well, Timmy and I, here's what we'd like, the question we'd like to pose to you, Devil. And, and women listeners, you can chime in on the page. The vagina not. mafia might be in The us. vagina mafia, you might be able to help the men out here because I've told the ladies, you know, give you a little self help there. Watch the teeth, put some balm on the lips. Now, is there something that men are doing? I stopped listening to when you. They, uh, when they are performing this act on a woman that ha- you have found uh, to be unappealing, to be uh, uncomfortable, to be painful, except for taking chunks. We know, obviously, irritating. How to do that. Irritating. What talking. About, what about <laughs> talking? Is a good one. What, chewing gum, breathing, snoring, chewing tobacco, and <laughs> smoking, <laughs> snuff. Is there anything men can do to improve? What, what about like our beards? Does that cause a problem? Your irritation? It does cause a little bit of irritation. I can. Yeah. You can vouch for that. Hmm. You can vouch for that. It's uh, since I grew the beard. Well, yeah, Miss Colonel, don't want me talking about that. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, Brandy, any final thoughts on the Genesee River Killer, Arthur John Shawcross? Sick man, sick man. He was a sick puppy. Colonel, you have any final thoughts on the Rochester Strangler? No, I, he's kind of surprising in that he was a pedophile and a prostitute killer. and He's prolific. Puppy banger, apparently, and aunt, aunt sodomizer. Well, no, his aunt sodomized him. Well, she went down on him. Yeah. yeah so you know, what, you know what? I don't think I should be sodomy. No, I don't think it should be. I it's think just, there should has to be insertion of a yeah of of, of a thing. Now, if she would have stuck a finger ballpoint pen down his urethra, a strap what? on, a strap on, huh? His what? Ooh. His urethra. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all either. Well, neither does Aretha. No, Aretha didn't. Aretha like Franklin. She didn't like when you stick a ballpoint pen. In Brandy, her. where can people find us? You can find us on History Dweebs the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, History to Eat's the podcast. Yeah. Facebook page. Yes. And find us on Stitcher and iTunes. And And please leave us a review. Please leave us a review. And what am I missing? Twitter. Yes. Yes. At History to Eat's one. You are a tweeter, so. But not on YouTube. Not on YouTube, no. No. Because the colonel was in charge of that, and it's been pretty much a disaster. Right. Charlie was supposed to be doing it. Who knows? I ain't Why even Charlie seen has two Charlie podcasts yeah. going on. By the way, uh, I have another podcast called Insight. No, what? You can't do that. Yes, I can. No, Insight. Can't. Please check it out. Colonel, uh, any final thoughts for your hordes of listeners? Um, no, just uh, treat each other well, listeners. Um, be good to each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you are with me. It's Yeah. And your any final a, thoughts on uh, the Vagina Mafia? Hashtag. Well, you know, there's going to come a time that you're going to you're going to look back on this and you're going to have to forgive yourself for it. Sound like um, you were losing Kim Taylor. Sound like she was kind of leaning toward uh, Team no, Brandy. Kim Taylor is solidly in my corner um, because she's crazier than hell. I mean, everybody knows she's crazier than hell. She's from Kentucky. Or she lives in Kentucky. Mm, Beaver. De- Beaver, beaver something. Beaver, beaver down. Beaver down. Beaver down. Beaver. Is that down Don't to uh, Casey? Uh, beaver no. down. Casey's in Lexington. I have no okay. clue where Beaver Dam is. Okay, so thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Good day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.